It's Thursday, August 5th, 2010. The long battle to stop the leak and contain the oil is finally close to coming to an end. Uh, and we are very pleased with that. BP says the oil well is plugged. The feds say most of the oil is gone. But is it? Our recovery efforts, though, will continue. Plus, the UN's secret plan to take over the world with bicycles. And Senate Democrats cave yet again. Well, what else is new? All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know when they say paper and plastic, I say double plastic just to annoy liberals. <laughs> hey, Sean Hannity, I don't care what your grandchildren will think of you. I think you're a great American. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored in part by RawStory.com, your source and mine for real, up-to-the-minute investigative news and politics. Oh, and Raw Story is also the first internet news site to offset its own carbon footprint and those of its readers. Get the real story at RawStory today and every day at RawStory.com. Okay, Des, BP and the federal government says the oil is uh, mostly gone. Is that true? Can that be? Well, yes and no, but we'll get to that in a moment. First off, did you know that city bike-sharing programs that provide bicycles for residents to use for short trips to ease traffic congestion is really just a part of a United Nations plot to take away our freedoms? What? I had no idea. I know. See, that's according to one of the Republican candidates for Colorado Governor Dan Mays. Mays attacked Denver's mayor, a Democrat who's also running for governor, in the Denver Post over the city's new bike-sharing program, accusing him of trying to bring the city under United Nations control, <laughs> saying... <laughs> The, under United Nations control? Yes, he says, quote, these are very specific strategies that are dictated to us by the United Nations program. <laughs> See, he's referring to Denver being a member of the International Council for Local Environmental Initiatives, which is a nonprofit group that's actually not affiliated with the UN at all. With Republicans like these, who needs crazy people? Yep. Senate Democrats say they will not introduce even the watered-down version of their oil spill response bill, which raises the liability cap on oil companies for oil spills, until after the August recess, because they don't have the 60 votes to bring it up for debate. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid blames it on Republican obstructionism and the new, apparently, 41-seat majority one needs to pass anything uh, in the Senate. Yeah, well, they have 59 Democrats still in the Senate, don't they? Yes. So they're blaming it still on Republicans. Boy, I'm not sure who's worse. Crazy Republicans or corporatist failed Democrats. What a summer. And the latest in the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, the Federal Unified Incident Command and BP are moving forward on the next step of the static kill, filling the well with cement from the top. Although BP has suggested recently it might be sufficient to kill the well permanently, federal officials say they will require BP to follow through with the so-called bottom kill, using those two relief wells to fill the well with cement from below the seafloor. If all remains on schedule, that should be sometime by the end of August. In the meantime, on Wednesday, federal scientists released a newer report attempting to account for where all the oil from the BP disaster has gone. The administration attempted to sound a cautiously optimistic note, but in a speech on Wednesday, President Obama said much remains to be done. We have to reverse the damage that's been done. We will continue to work to hold polluters accountable for the destruction they've caused. We've got to make sure that folks who were harmed are reimbursed, and we're going to stand by the people of the region however long it takes until they're back on their feet. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that from Obama, but we've been hearing over the last several days from the federal government that the majority of the oil has been dispersed, has evaporated. Is that really the case? Well, they gave a very specific breakdown in an extended White House press room briefing on Wednesday. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Administrator Jane Lubchenco said that out of the 206 million gallons, the vast majority of the oil has either evaporated or been burned, skimmed and recovered from the wellhead or dispersed. Now, note that she says much of that oil was dispersed, meaning the oil is diluted, but it isn't gone. Uh, But dilute and out of sight doesn't necessarily mean benign. We remain concerned about the long-term impacts, both on the marshes and the wildlife, but also uh, beneath the surface. 50% of the oil is still out there in the water. That's about eight Exxon Valdez's still floating in the Gulf. And Administrator Lubchenco repeatedly cautioned the media that it will be many years before the full impacts of the disaster are known. I also find it interesting that in nearly 100 days, both BP and the federal government could not tell us how much oil exactly was leaking out of a single pipe. But now they're able to tell us how much oil is gone from hundreds of square miles of ocean. How'd they pull off that trick? Very interesting. Uh, Much to the story ahead. The question is, will the media have the patience to cover it, or will they, as usual, move on to the next story? For more on that and the stuff we didn't get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. So long, so long.